When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, five fans. It's Michelle Joy Phelps, and I'm joined now with Jason Quigley. Jason, it's good to see you. It's been a while since we've seen each other. Um, we saw each other in passing, actually, when you last fought Shane Mosley Jr. Congratulations on that win. That was a hell of a fight. Mm-hmm. Safe to say, you guys stole the show. Yeah, it was a it was a great fight. It was a great platform, you know, that we were on. It was uh, as Eddie said in the press conference leading up to that fight. He goes when Robert and Golden Boy came to him with a fight. He was expecting like a four or six rounder or something that they wanted to get on. But whenever he says that he wants to put on Quigley and Mosley, Eddie rubbed his hands together and couldn't wait to put that fight on. So. You know, we uh, we lived up to our expectations. We put on a great show, and uh, as, as it was a great platform to be uh, be fighting in the Mandalay Bay and on a big card like it was, and to get the victory like I did, it uh, obviously has you know furthered my my career, my potential now to where I'm at. Yeah, I saw the emotion running through you when you won the um, WBO NABO middleweight title. Uh, what was that feeling like for you? Because your journey has been, it's been a long one. Nothing's <laughs> come easy for you. Yeah, I think, um, you know, it's at these moments when um, everything just rushes out of you. <laughs> like, it's like, you know, it's just the buildup of everything. You know, as you said, look, it's been, it's been a long career. There's been a lot of ups, there's been a lot of downs, and there's been a lot of changes in my career, a lot of things that I have to make changes to in personal life and in my boxing career. And, you know, coming away a much happier person and, a, and in such a much better place now, achieving your goals then is even more special. And just leading up to that fight as well with, with me and Shane, you know, that fight had been scheduled maybe three or four times to happen. It all fell through. I got COVID at the start of that year. The fight fell through. It was just such a long build-up to that fight. And, uh, yeah, I think just whenever uh, whenever the victory came, it just uh, it all poured out of me. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, let's talk about, because since you and I last spoke, I saw you in Sheffield. Yeah. You know, you were training with Dom Ingle, and then now I, I see that you're training with Andy Lee. What, what, what sort of, you know, thought process went into uh, the changes that you needed to make? Well, like for me, obviously, you know, I went to LA originally. Um, great experience training with Manny Robles and um, Edgar Yasso, you know, with a great team over there as well. My management's still based there, you know, Golden Boy Promotions, everything. It was an unbelievable experience. It's something that I had to go through in my career. Um, but after those maybe three and a half years, things just weren't clicking for me. Um, it just, it didn't feel right, and I'm a big home bird. I love home. I love where I'm from, mm -hmm. and uh, I kind of wanted to get back closer to there, and the UK was the next option. I went to, to the Ingle Gym with the Dom and everything, and with all the lads in there. Had another great time, another brilliant experience. Can't thank the lads and everyone in there enough for everything that they done for me when I, while I was there, and still something just wasn't clicking for me still something just wasn't right and me and Andy had always kept in touch you know just messaging every now and then and you know after my uh, loss to Turiano Andy reached out with a with a nice message um, a nice message in in terms of uh, you know I took a lot from the message it just wasn't like oh keep your head up everything's gonna be okay you know, it was a nice message, you know, coming from someone that has been through similar circumstances. And I really related to it a lot. Mm -hmm. And I was up in Dublin for a while and me and Andy were messaging. We met up for a bite of lunch. And I've always respected Andy and looked up to him in a lot of ways, coming through the Irish boxing, the amateur scene and everything. And then obviously as a professional. And we had lunch one day, and the next day we're in the gym training together, and here we are now uh, going into our, I think this is our fourth fight now together, with a very long pandemic in between. Right. So, for the most part, and I always say this when I'm talking about the change in trainers, it's sort of like, like you're saying, like, it didn't feel right, it didn't feel right. It's like relationships, isn't it? Like, you know yeah. when something feels right and when it doesn't feel right, but you gave it, you gave it a try but it didn't quite work out. What is it specifically about Andy Lee that you felt that just clicked? Exactly what I said in terms of the text. I just related to Andy so well, and he related to me so well. We just understood each other, um, not only in a boxing sense, but in like a kind of a life sense as well, where we were at, what we were going through mentally as much as anything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Andy's a very easygoing person. And I think, too, you know, like, Irish kind of get Irish as well. You know, like, we just get each other a lot more. And it's the same as anything. Like, Americans get America, the UK get the UK. Like, it was just, there's, there's so many little aspects that kind of all add together with me and Andy. I'm so grateful, you know, to to have Andy in my corner and to, to have him be in my coaches last while. And, you know, every training session that we do together, we're just constantly bonding together and everything keeps growing and keeps getting better. And, you know, I think the whole pandemic really benefited us as well because we were able to keep training. We were able to keep working away together, keeping on top of things and 
you know, the amount of work that me and Andy has put in since we've got together, we're we're in each other's company nearly every day, like, you know, and you know, we're we're working really hard together on things and now is the perfect time when things are starting to come together. Like everything that we've been working on, everything that we've been practicing, it's all starting to flow. It's all starting to come it's all starting to peak now. And as you says, it's like with relationships, you either know or you don't know. Mm-hmm. Or you either know or you don't. Like it's 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 one way or another. And with me and Andy, you know, um we have a great connection, we have a great we have a great relationship going there now. And um it's very exciting, I have to say. We also know, obviously, that Andy Leach training with Joseph Parker. Are you guys all together at the moment? Are you guys training? Yeah, we now? will. We will be meet. We will be meeting up all together now. Um, we're not together right now at the minute, but uh, in the next week or two, we'll all be together, and uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a great camp, like without a doubt. And your training, correct me if I'm wrong, but that would be where Tyson Fury's gym is. Yeah, we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be up in Markham. So we're we're in Dublin at the minute, and this is where the base of our training always is. You know, we're always in Dublin training together, but uh, we're gonna be heading out to Markham very shortly as well. And the the whole team will be all together, and we'll be uh, pushing each other on to become the best we possibly can be. Well, we know that this next fight against Demetrius Andrade is now going to finally give you that world title shot. Uh, the shot at the the WBO title. Uh, let's talk a bit about that. For the most part, Demetrius Andrade. I think it's safe to say, for, on behalf of most people, they they say he's a highly avoided fighter. So you going into this, obviously, you're not intimidated by him. Um, what did you make of uh, of Andrade, and and sort of how did everything sort of come about in terms of negotiations? Look, um, I do believe he is a very avoided fighter. I believe he, um, like, he's a two-weight world champion. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I struggle to see how he hasn't got the big fights. You know what I mean? I think he, he definitely does deserve the fights with the likes of a Canelo, with the likes of Golovkin, and, you know, these big names, these massive high-profile fights. I think he should have had these in his career. Um, his best opportunity of having them mm-hmm. is obviously when he has the world title, you know, and when he is the middleweight world champion. But if he hasn't got those opportunities yet, I can't see him getting them in the future because I'm going to be in there to take that belt away from him. And that's my plan. That's my game. You know, I really respect him as a fighter. I think he's he is avoided because he has such a unique style. He's very different. You can't get many sparring partners to come in and emulate him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he is a world-class, obviously a world-class fighter. Really respect him. And um, I think he's a great champion. But, you know, he hasn't come up against the likes of me yet. I haven't come up against the likes of him yet. Um, we have been working for a long time now. Since this kind of started growing, this conversation about this fight, We've been in the gym working and uh, training towards beating Andrade come fight night. And uh, look, as this is, I really respect him as a fighter. I've watched him in the amateur game. I've seen him won a world championships out in Chicago for the the national team. Mm-hmm. 
he's a few years older than me, so I was still on the junior team, the youth team. And I remember, you know, watching the World Championships and everything. And I was watching Andrade in the, in the World Championships in Chicago and seeing him going on win the gold medal there. And I was very impressed by him. And uh, here I am now challenging him for the world title myself. So, sounds like to me, you've, you've pretty much studied him. You know what he brings. What would you say his weaknesses are then? Look, every it doesn't matter how great of a fighter you are, Canelo, Golovkin, Floyd Mayweather, Muhammad, they all had weaknesses, yeah. you know. And um, yes, we've we've studied we've studied Andrade, and you know he definitely does have a few weaknesses. He's very wild and reckless. Um, you know he doesn't really throws his head a lot. You know he's he's a little bit all over the place and out of sorts at times. I think he tires. A lot in fights as well. His engine doesn't seem to be great. But, you know, I can't expect these things to come in and happen now in this fight. I'm expecting him to, everything that he's been doing wrong in his career so far, I'm expecting him to be better in these, improving these, exactly what I'm doing in my career. You know, after every fight, I see something that isn't really on point, And I try to improve that. I try to better that. And, uh, you know, I'm expecting Andrade to come in better than any of his previous fights. And I'm expecting and knowing that myself, I'm going to come in better than any of my previous fights. And that's only got a recipe for one thing, and that's a great fight. The fight you had with Shane Mosley Jr. was, I, I mean, I think just is incredible. It was, it was fun to watch. I'm sure it wasn't fun being in the ring. <laughs> but it was fun to watch. Is that obviously styles make fights, so you're not. It's not always the same approach with everyone. But is that the type of fight we can expect? Uh, and I ask that because oftentimes uh, the media and including other fighters like Canelo have sort of dubbed Andre as a boring fighter. Like, do you are you expecting it to be uh, sort of similar to the, the slug match that you had against you know Mosley Jr. or what can fans expect? Like, I believe that this could be um, this could be a very interesting fight early on. You know, I believe that it could be uh, to fight fans and to boxing fans. You know, I believe that this could be a very interesting one in terms of two styles. You know, trying to to outthink one another, trying to you know break each other down as the fight goes on. Because Andrade has a very elusive style, you know, he likes to he likes to start fast. It's it's plain as day to see. Um, but I believe that a lot of his opponents in the past just stood there and took shots, didn't really move their head, didn't really move their feet. And you know, I showed in my last fight that I can stand there and fight, but I also can get up on my toes and I can dance around the ring right. and be skillful as well. So, um improving and adding to my game all the time i believe that this fight could be very technical and it could also go into the trenches a few times mm -hmm. and i believe that the the stronger man mentally and physically is the man that's going to come out on top on that fight so let's circle back to andy lee in terms of like now that you guys are together what is something that you can say that you've really taken from his um, guidance so far? Like, what was something that you really learned about yourself 
I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Like with Andy, stylistically, yeah, yeah. Like I can't ask for anybody better to have in my corner. Like the man has been through exactly what I've been through in my career. Mm-hmm. He came out the other side and went on and won this exact same title that I'm challenging for on November nineteenth. Mm-hmm. So first off, he gives me that belief and. He's proof of the pudding that it can be done. And then stylistically, you know, Andy gets me as a fighter. He knows exactly. We both practically came through the same setup and the same routine on the National Irish team together. So he knows the kind of transition and the process from being a boxer, scoring points, letting your shots go. And being a professional fighter, scoring your shots and hurting your opponent. Mm -hmm. So we've been working on different tactics, different styles, but Andy didn't come in and try and change me completely. Andy just tried to tweak little things and add things that is going to benefit me in my, in my boxing game. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we have tweaked a few things in my technique. I think I'm going to bring a little bit more power into this fight. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring a little bit more um, resilience, more more just strength, not only in my punches, mm-hmm. but more strength just in general ringmanship inside the ring as well. So obviously a win over Demetrius Andrade really sort of opens up the doors and we know that there's another champion sort of waiting there. And I'm not asking you to talk about a, a future fight before you even fight Andrade, but I just want to know what your thoughts are overall on, on Triple G and where he is now. Yeah, look, I think uh, Triple G is definitely at the end of his career. Um you know, and to be at the end of your career and have been out of the ring for such a long time, I think now is the perfect time to get Triple G. Mm. I think he, if he's ever going to be on the slide or if he's ever going to be on the way down, I believe that it's now. And plus, with all that time being out of the ring, I think it's not going to stand too well to him because of his age, because of his career. And... People have to understand as well, you know, the likes of myself and the likes of guys coming from the Kazakhstan, Russia, you know, we've had way over 250 amateur, 300 plus amateur fights. Mm -hmm. 
before we even turn professional, like then you have all your fights, your sparring, your camps, everything through your uh, professional career as well. So there's a lot of wear on Triple G's tires at the minute. Mm. And um, I think that anybody that's getting in with them now, I think, are, are getting in with them knowing that now's time, now's the perfect time to topple them over, you know? Right. Is 160 the weight class you feel that would ultimately be the final weight class? Or do you feel like you definitely have in, in the coming years uh, the ability to go to 168 and, and fight there? Yeah, without a doubt. You know, I, um, I believe I'm tall enough and I can fill out enough to, uh, to be a 168 fighter as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's great about boxing now at the minute. You know, people aren't just stuck in the one weights no more. And people are moving up and down weights. Fights are, fights are starting to happen a lot more now in terms of different champions fighting different champions because fighters aren't afraid to go outside their weight class no more. Right. And um, I believe that 160 and 168 is a perfect, it's a perfect weight class for me, both of them, because, you know, I've got the height, I've got the reach, I've got everything for middleweight and super middleweight so yeah definitely you know a move into 168 in the future as well is very possible soon i'm not sure if you are gonna be there or not uh but you know that canelo versus caleb plant is next month uh this would there would be undisputed champion after this point uh who do you see winning i Look, it's very hard to, to look past Canelo. He's, uh, he's definitely the pound for pound out there at the minute. He's world class, you know. He's proven himself every fight, and it looks like he's only getting better as well. Kilo Plant is an exceptional fighter, boxer. You know, he's got great skills. He's got great footwork. He's got great hand speed. He's, uh, he's a great boxer. He's got a smart brain. I believe that Kilo Plant will give Canelo problems early on in the fight, mm-hmm. but I believe that Canelo will break him down and hurt him mid to late rounds and possibly get a stoppage. But the reason that I'm saying this, Kilo Plant hasn't been in with any massive names yet that you can kind of go off of and say, well, he done this to this fighter. Like, Canelo has been in with them all. You know, he's been in with massive names. He's knocked massive names out. He's produced the goods when it has to come. And that's just one thing why I'm probably swaying more to Canelo is because Caleb Plant doesn't have the the same resume as Canelo has on his record. But I think it's going to be a great fight. And I love Caleb's mindset. You know, he's been in there so confident. Um, I believe that I really love watching Caleb Plant fight. He's a brilliant boxer. Um, I'm really looking forward to that fight. But I have to edge towards Canelo for the possible late stoppage. It definitely helps, too, in terms of not, not that it needs any, any more selling points, but the fact that they really do have, <laughs> you know, bad blood towards one another definitely adds the excitement, right? Yeah, it's crazy, like, <laughs> like as, as humans, you know, we're all we're all loving and caring and everything like this, but we love when shit goes wrong as well and when people start fighting and going at it and 
even like I was only thinking this the last day how I don't know do you know it but the squid game now is absolutely taking over yeah. the world like such a brutal TV show that is just sweet everywhere it just goes to show you maybe how crazy us humans are deep down inside and it's the exact same it's the exact same with Caleb Plant and Canelo you know that fight was obviously talked about but like I remember that day when they went at it at the press conference my whole social media feed Twitter uh, Instagram Facebook everything was just Heal the plant, Canelo, go at it at the press conference. Like it was, it definitely heats things up and it definitely was legit, I believe, as well. Like, I don't think any of that was staged. Like, I think that that was legit 100%. 100%. Yeah. Um, before we let you go, I just out of curiosity, just as a fight fan, what's a fight that you're really hoping to see uh, soon? It could be any weight class. Oh, I really wanted to see Fury and Joshua. Mm. I just can't see it that happen. happen. It could still happen. It's, yeah, of course it could still happen. Just right now, I just don't think Fury is going to like be like, yeah, sure, come and fight me now, you know, especially with not as much on the line. Um, I definitely would have loved to have seen that fight without a doubt. You know, that would have been, uh, that would have been a world-class fight. Like that's, well, when you're speaking about it now, that is one of the fights that come to my head. And another fight that I'm interested in that I don't think a lot of people might be talking about too much is I would love to see Callum Smith fight Dimitri Bivol. Mm. I think that would be a, a really high-quality fight, you know, especially for the boxing fans that, you know, would be a very, like, tactical fight early on I believe because Bivol is very tactical you know he's very bouncy on his toes in and out but uh, Callum Smith looks sensational in his last fight Um, and he looks huge at light heavyweight like I seen him at his uh, brother's fight over in Liverpool on the Zone show with uh, Smith and Fowler Mm. and I just looked at him like, how did you ever make him? <laughs> I know. I used to always say that. I'm like, God, he's so big for that weight class. But he, it yeah. seems like he really fits in well at light heavy. He looks great at light heavy, I believe. Yeah. You know, you know, he looks chunky. He looks fit. He looks healthy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he proved it as well in his fight. And, you know, thank God his opponent came out well as well after that fight. Something that we never want to see in a fight, especially fighters watching it. Um, but you know, happy to think it was Castillo that came out, came out okay after that fight. So yeah, two fights I would love to see personally would be Fury Joshua and uh, Smith and Bevo. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? Who I forgot to ask you about is uh, Chris Eubank Jr. Is that a fight you would ever consider one day? Yeah, of course. You know, but I just. I think everyone kind of calls Chris Eubank Jr. out. Like, just, I don't know, <laughs> for the sake of it or because he's a, he's a big name. And, you know, I'm not too sure. Like, of course, I would relish that fight without a doubt. Um, I know now that he's signed with Sky Sports and everything as well. And, and he's looking for the big fights. Mm-hmm. And I, I do believe that I go in there, take care of business, 
against Andrade on November 19th. I believe that myself and Eubanks would fill out any arena, Ireland and the UK, 110% for the world title. I believe that that would be a a huge, huge fight and something that I'd be very, very interested in. Yeah, I think that would be a really good fight. But obviously, um, you know, should you be successful on November 19th, there are also other names that would be sort of standing there for you being yeah. now that you're a world champion. So you, you would definitely have the picking for who you'd like to fight. Um, there's talks, not sure how accurate they are, but we don't know if Billy Joe Saunders is going to come back and fight. We, I think that's still up in the air, but there's been talks that he should go back down to middleweight. If he were to go back down to middleweight, you would be holding the belt that he used to have. And I know at one point you guys were stable mates and even st- done some sparring together. Uh, what about that eventually one day down the road if, if the opportunity arised? Yeah, without a doubt. It's like, you know, I'm in, I'm in this sport to become the best that I possibly can. Um, and that first off is becoming a world champion. Mm-hmm. And, you know... I take care of business and I do that and I achieve my goal of becoming a world champion mm-hmm. on November 19th. Then the likes of a Billy Joe Saunders fight, of course, I'd be interested in that. The likes of a Chris Eubank Jr. fight, of course, I'd be interested in that. You know, these lads have proven themselves down the years. And of course, Billy Joe was a great champion mm-hmm. Um, his last fight against one of the best in the, in the sport at the minute, in Canelo. And, uh, yeah, for sure, you know, if that fight came to fruition, of course, I would I would happily take on that fight without a doubt. Well, first and foremost, we have November 19th to get through. Uh, Demetrius okay. Andrade, any final words? Anything you'd like to sign off with? No, look, I'm excited and, you know, we got the restrictions lifted. Ireland can can travel to the US, so there's going to be a sea load of Irish over there on the <laughs> East Coast come November 19th. I'm excited for it. I'm looking forward to the atmosphere. And uh, yeah, I'm ready to rock and roll and the new. All right. Well, I wish you nothing but the best, and hopefully we can catch up with you. I'm not quite sure. I think November 19th, I think I'm actually not around looking at my schedule now um but i hope that we can speak with you during media week at the very least prior to the fight so uh we'll speak then all the best to you guys in camp next week and um may the best man win on fight night <laughs> appreciate it thanks for the time as always michelle all right thanks thanks jason Thank sports social podcast network our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that you know Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com/live.